Bada bing, bada boom. Fiji land is in this damn room. We got the almighty Avengers here today. King Smilaz, the Ari the Scorpio, Big Trash Junior Mets, Turkey Hill, Turkey Hill in the building, and the legend himself. All of the Avengers are here. All five members of Fiji are live. Everybody get themselves a round of applause. You already know how we get down. We get, we, 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 we turning up today. We turning up today. Got a lot of hot topics. Got a lot of hot takes and great things about to go on. Uh, how how are all of y'all feeling today? <laughs> y'all you already know. Y'all 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 good, man. Y'all always good, man. Always good. Hey, I'm feeling great right now, man. Look like you all prepared. <laughs> <laughs> and you about the same stuff, but you know, gonna talk about it. Yeah, it's yeah. As long as I'm on the side of the earth, I'm feeling good. See, and that's what we love to absolutely hear. So, first, I want to start off by saying happy Black History Month. It is 222 and 22. All that, yeah, you, y'all get the gist. Happy Black History Month. Uh, I didn't have a his, black, like a Black History fact for y'all this week. So, y'all are going to get two next week when I drop the podcast. Because, yeah, I feel like it's important that you know your history. We talk sports all the damn time. So I'm going to give you all sports history that y'all never knew of and things of that nature. Or maybe it might be some people that you know that just need a little bit more love in the spotlight and all of that stuff. Uh, Everybody that's listening, go ahead, follow us on all the good things, all the social medias. I've been actually being active on the social medias. I've been posting and things of that nature. Uh, you're going to see clips of us on there and what we talk about and like previews of the podcast and all of that. So, yeah. Uh, last thing before we get into the actual topics, body armor. If you are like listening and all of that stuff, I'm drinking mixed berry right now. I am putting out my shameless plug. Please sponsor us. Please. We're 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 <laughs> we're we're here. Body armor <laughs> brought to you by Fiji. We're also coming for the Fiji water sponsor as well. It's on its way. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, as the Dallas Cowboys fan, I would like to, you know, introduce this amazing franchise. They have given us an actual piece of Black history by having the first African-American quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl. And Doug Williams, which we are grateful for. But this team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, and for the past two seasons known as the Washington football team, has announced their new damn name. And they are the Washington Commanders now. How do y'all feel about them being the Commanders, everybody? We got to start off with the commander's fame. Yeah, you know, wouldn't be right to start off with one of us. You know, yeah. I'm gonna get over the name at some point. <laughs> I, was, I was looking, I looked at social media, saw the little photos and shit. 
I'm cool with the photo. All right, the burgundy uniform made it look sort of mid. The black uniform part was nice, but I, I looked at Jonathan Allen's helmet. And I'm like, why the fuck is it so ugly? <laughs> and, and then I'm gonna hate the name for like the first year, first month or whatever. I'm gonna get over it. Look, we, we got a name. You can't say we don't got a name. We still don't got a quarterback. So we do. We still gonna be trash. So it don't really matter. And our owner's racist. So it's cool. <laughs> no, owner is racist. That is a lie. <laughs> he not wrong. Um, I'm ready for the NFL draft when they all get up on stage for the first round pick and they're going to talk about let's go commies let's go commies let's go commies in front of <laughs> a big crowd of NFL fans at the NFL draft and there we're literally probably going to hear nothing but booze the entire time because <laughs> of the name <laughs> that's what's going to be the kicker for me I'm going to laugh and die laugh. I'm just going to be dying laughing when that happens. Oh, Let's man. go. That, that Let's is go going chat. to be, that's going to be hilarious. I'm going to be sitting there just, let's go commies. Every time, whoever your quarterback could be, those are picked to Trayvon Diggs. It's going to be, let's go commies, man. Let's go. This man, this man already over. Look, this man already already sick, man. Look at him, man. <laughs> This man sick already, cuz. I don't like the name, but I'm gonna get over it. It, it is with everything. You, you may not like something at some point, but eventually you're like, fuck it, and you get over it. <laughs> oh. Hey. Look, the name. Oh, look, it's bad, but it, it, it could be worse. It could be worse. Yeah, it could be a Patriots. Know what worse. <laughs> All right, you know what, Ravens fan? You know what, Ravens fan? Look. Get to I'll the Super Bowl, finish. dog. I'll let you finish by saying my piece about that team. <laughs> All right, chill out. Get a rookie quarterback and go to the playoffs. So, anyway, that hurt. like I was saying, <clears throat> it could be worse. But by all means, it's about the same level as the Washington football team, so they just got to get over it. Because I highly doubt that they would change, and probably they spend about like a good 24 hours selectively going through a list of names. And they said this is probably the most safest name we can pick. Pause. No. No. What they did was sit there and say it's the cheapest name. (laughs) That's facts. You don't sound like an NFL team. You sound like somebody created you on Madden. Or somebody, actually, it was probably the, the GM's son. The GM son was probably playing Madden and made an expansion team and was like, the commander sound nice. Really sounds empowering. Sounds like a, a good, strong, patriotic name. <laughs> <laughs> patriotic oh my god you didn't really change your colors again your uniforms look better this season than what you're pulling out next season yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks. and, and I, I agree that 
history will make it to the point of you will get over the name being the Washington Commanders. But if you ever experienced or looked up, researched any NFL history, you will realize this name will never just sound right in the NFL. Like the Washington football team was stupid simple. It was a quick fix, but it was direct. It was it was short. It it literally was just representation of the area. Like it covered bases. It had, was it the best name as well? No, but it's a lot better in my opinion than the Commanders, especially whenever you have the Capitals as a hockey team. The, the commander for the commander in chief. Since we that it's supposed to be, you know nation's capital football team still a terrible name <laughs> and I, I won't i won't go past that fact it's a terrible name it's lazy i say he was completely right because they wanted to be cheap because a lot of the other names that people like already had uh what they were already taken so i guess they didn't want to pay for it pay nobody to get rid of that name so, you know, the Red Wolves and all the other things that people were saying, we weren't going to get. So they went the, the, the cheapest, like, boring route they could with the commanders. And look, I got accepted. I was going to say I wanted to, I wanted to support Terry and get a Terry jersey. I'm not going to get a Terry jersey in no commanders. So I would have got a Washington football team jersey and got Terry. I'm not getting no commanders merch. You won't see it. But hey. It is what it is. Was it? Nah, this man. This man already. As soon as the commander started winning, he's gonna get the first football jersey. What? As soon as his team is on a winning streak, he gonna get a. He gonna be the first in line to get that jersey. Watch. Wasn't the Commanders a legit expansion team in Madden? I feel like if you go back to like Madden 2012 and yes, yes, bro. It was like one of those created teams in like Madden 07 or some. Something I, like that. I don't know, but I know for sure that the Alliance football team had a team name, the Commanders, and their damn slogan was Take Command. If you go on Twitter right now and go look up the Alliance football team Commanders and see Take Command, there will be a Washington Commanders logo beside it and not their logo. They literally stole their whole flow, word for word, bar for bar. Bar for bar. (laughs) And nobody said anything about it. Nobody just was, they just was like, it don't matter, right? It really don't matter. Oh, man, that is, that's, that's crazy. The NFL looked at them and was like, I don't know who they is. (laughs) Oh, what's the little Kiki Palmer joke? (laughs) I don't know who that man is and, and all of that. It just stole their whole flow. It just it literally pushing. seems like they had a, a whole list like right in front of them. And they only came down to commanders like, eh, no, that that don't seem right. Nah. Maybe the commanders. Yeah, you know, the commander just seems right. You know how how white people get. And then, you know, the commander just it, it, it seems right. When I hear the check, let's go commando. I'm a <laughs> Let's go commando. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. Does that mean that every streaker from here on out is just representing your team? Yeah. 
That, that's big uh, facts. Oh, man. If I see a dude streaking onto the field, I'm laughing the whole team out. Cause First home home, oh, home game, bro. Hey, yo, oh, I bro. got it. Somebody. I got it. Know who y'all I mean, what, what are y'all – hold on. What is y'all mascot going to be? Nah, let me tell you. Let me tell that's you. Going here's, to what your, here's what your mascot should be. Your mascot should be Captain Underpants <laughs> from that old – like book series. Oh, wow. oh no, nah, not the book. You talking about the book you get at the book fair, cuz? Alright, so 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 oh, nah. I'ma I'm 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 come to his defense and say great teams don't need mascots. Hashtag the Dallas Cowboys. Hashtag oh damn, you're right. Hashtag the New York Yankees. There we go. Cause that's one of my teams. We do not have a mascot. His team might not need a mascot, but I guarantee it's going to be somebody out there on that field with a general hat looking stupid as hell, talking about, let's take command. Hey, look, the damn, the damn uh, through the loom now, is that going to be your, your, your Brandon? <laughs> not through the loom. You could at least get this man fashion over deal, bro. Nah, right? What is it? They they put the, they put the Savage Fenty out there at Tyson. Bro. There you go. First of all, you already know the, like, the, now, you know, the, the cheerleaders. <laughs> Look at that pass I ordered. Come on now. Cheerleaders out there. Come on. Oh, no. I can see his mascot being the damn toy small soldiers. I ordered, did it, oh, oh, you're wild. The toy small, small soldiers. <laughs> Hey yo, he walked out there. Just put him the in a new in a new color rest. With the with the buzz cut and everything. Oh my goodness, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'd be done for it. I hey, would you know, be you know how you do those virtual reality things with the mascots now? Yeah. I'm gonna be dead whenever they take the toy stories marching army soldiers <laughs> and make y'all stuff back. <laughs> Are you going to make it chip hazard ass? Dang. Let him get up. Let him get up. Let him get up. Let him get up. Nah, man. Bing, bing. Bing, 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 bing. Fight back. Fight back. What am I going to fight back? I, 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 why am I going to defend something I don't like? Actually, I got another one for you because I want to kick you while I get down. <laughs> no, stop. Your franchise franchise just celebrated the 30th anniversary of the last time y'all won a Super Bowl. You can say Tom Brady hasn't beat your team, but your team has also never won the chip. But uh, you can say the Washington (laughs) made his chip, but there's there's some other people in here who haven't seen their team win the chip either. So... I'm just saying. Look, what? what? <laughs> Damn. Shots fired. Ain't never seen his team on the chip. Okay. I'm I can good. say I've been through three different teams and I ain't seen the chip. He's been through one team for, for his whole life and he ain't seen the chip either. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 Oh, no. I ain't got nothing to say about that because they sure as hell date with a damn thing. But we know that. We all know that. Hey, <laughs> we all know hey that. my football team moved to a whole different state. So Yeah, yo, your football team in the Super Bowl. So shut up. <laughs> I, 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 I don't even talk to your team. That's 
his his football team did it, it. I ain't even gonna get on. I ain't even gonna get on the Rams. <laughs> but we're all here on Fiji. I'm. It's it's a unanimous five five <laughs> five zero. That yeah, Commanders <laughs> is a trash name. Uh, I know that there's a Vietnam like veteran right now, mad as hell that the commies is their nickname. I already know there is. Um, but right, the commies, I beat the, the fools back in eighteen seventy five. Eighteen seventy five. If you alive, if you alive right now, and if you're, <laughs> let's put it like this: if you are listening and you were born in eighteen seventy five. I just want to. I just want you to know to pass me your time machine, so then I can like go back in time and do fix some things, you know. Because why do you want to go back? In time? But, but he yeah, said it's a fucked up shit. You know, in eighteen seventy. So that means he wasn't born then. He was born in like eighteen. <laughs> yeah, man. man was born in like <laughs> that man was standing beside Abe Lincoln on the podium, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, this is my president right here. Yeah, I mean, built the podium. Yeah, he built it. Yeah, four score <laughs> seven years ago. Yeah, so commies is a very terrible name. Um, commanders, I, I guess we could cheers to a new era in Washington football. It's just another name for me, to, it's another name for me to try. So, uh Got a, new, got a new era in Washington. Um, it was great. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got another one. You know what y'all should do? Y'all should sit there and rip off Dallas and just do the five star general logo. Nah, what you mean, man? They 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 got they they got they W, bro. They got they W. We we straight. You can never replace the star. <laughs> but never now replace. it doesn't happen for me. Oh, never. wait, Commanders. Commanders. Yeah. That's commanders. Oh, man, it'll be a cold day in hell before the Dallas Cowboys change right now. Huh? Oh, oh nah, that'll never happen. And Jerry Joe's schedule on the way. And it still won't happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the games. The let's go. Let's go with with the AFC Championship game. We seen Joe Burr play against Patty's Free Real Estate Mahomes, and the a humble a, a humble two. Well, I I don't know. I'm pretty sure that you know one of one of us in here said they chose the Bengals. But we ain't got no proof about that. But I'm pretty sure four of us in here took that L choosing the Chiefs. So <laughs> I wasn't here for the last one. So that's that's between y'all four y'all. I guarantee you picked the Chiefs anyway. So shut your lame ass up. But <laughs> I should when I FanDuel. I honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I kind of wish I did put money on the Bengals because that that that. Hey, $20 would have got me some bank. But we saw Patrick Mahomes get slapped. And, yeah, it's crazy. So, <laughs> thoughts on that? He came out good. He came out like Patrick pre-real estate Mahomes. 
He came out of that locker room in the third quarter. And what did Twitter say? He turned into Baker Mayfield or something? Hey, hey, hey. Patrick Mahomes should have never been in that game. No disrespect to the Chiefs and his ability. The Bills should have beat them. The power of that coin flip needs to be evaluated. There's no, there's no way Jonathan Allen and the Bills played that well and lost because of a technicality of somebody calling heads or tails. Like, ain't no way, bro. Well, well I mean, the same thing happened on Sunday, and the Chiefs still lost. They won the coin toss. Boom. So at the end of the day, defense get that stop. And I, I, I do agree. I cannot deny the fact that the defense was the pivotal like factor of that outcome. But shout out to the fat man for getting an interception. And, and again, the Chiefs are the Chiefs are ridiculous. Definitely like who, who who do you isolate the guard? That's that's the question when you talk about the Chiefs. It's like you cannot sit here and effectively plan to cut off like one of the avenues the Chiefs have because you got Tyreek Hill's going to sit here and run across the field like he did at blinding speeds and outrun your corner. Yeah, big body Travis Kelsey, enough said. Me Cole's out there being me Cole. About, like, they, they, they don't run very much, but even then you still have to worry about kind of Clyde and uh, who's that back? Who's that other dude? McKinnon. McKinnon. Yeah. There it goes. And then after that, Patrick Mahomes himself, like he, he, he does it all. He's like, and we've seen him put it all on the lines. On this, like you cannot effectively isolate a single player try to stop. However, you know he's going to pass it in the situation that they were in. I feel like that what strong safety on that side actually. I feel like he, he would have had a better read. That would have been a different outcome. But again, you have too many weapons on Kansas City side to even really speculate that any further. My thing about this game that was shocking to me is that out of the four quarterbacks that played that weekend, no, that Sunday you can literally make a case that Patrick Mahomes looked the worst out of all four of them. And that's, that's, that's bad. <laughs> like, like that first half Patrick Mahomes was doing Patrick say? Mahomes. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a perfect example. The kid $3 million quarterback, the choke in the championship game. Exactly. You can't do that. Against a rookie. You well, can't. you can't say a rookie, but against Joe Burrow, basically playing his yeah, basically playing his like first full season. Um, he literally like the first half he looked great. That that end of the second quarter, call play call that they made that was absolutely dumb. I don't know why they made that play call, and that utterly like ever since like when that play happened. Yeah, when that play happened. I don't know what it was, but the Bengals just turned into a completely different team. Eli Apple made one play and <laughs> makes one That's play. That's all you can ask for. And he just turned into 
that that one play made the whole difference of that entire game. You, yeah, you, you can make that. Yeah, and Patrick Mahomes lit like he literally looked like Ryan Tannehill, and we saw what happened to Ryan Tannehill. He played like trash and got beat. <laughs> um, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes, you 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 give him all of the money. He's literally the next. <laughs> he is the face the face of quarterbacks in the NFL now, and. He did that. Like, I, if I could put of... this, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go, no, you got. Like, if I could put this into a perspective of like how that game went, I would say it was just like the Seahawks and the Patriots Super Bowl, <laughs> where they made that dumbass play that changed the entire game. <laughs> Russell Wilson knew the outcome of what that was going to be, but instead he listened to the coach and that play call, knowing that the Patriots is lining up to stop that play. That's how the Bengals literally looked at that entire that entire game. Shout out to I would say. And J- Jamar Chase is literally one of the next best wide receivers to me i would say to me like he's not yeah no no i guarantee uh, across the board all of us agree with you on that <laughs> yeah and, and that, that's why clean sweep no, is, is, is as i said as i said i can vote against joe burrow at this point he went through the gauntlet of the afc I cannot vote against it. Everything, every conventional wisdom would say the Rams should have won this game. But after watching Joe Burrow, after watching the Cincinnati defense step up, you know, people were talking about Patrick Mahomes after the week he just had against Josh Allen and that their, their defense that folded at the end of the game, you know, allowing them to go down the field in 13 seconds, how hot he was coming into this game. To see that defense step up, and then they started rushing three, putting a spy on him. So he can't run out the pocket and do what he does best, make those off schedule throws, have, having Tyreek running around late. Nobody going to keep up with Tyreek for the whole possession. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey knows. So putting the spy on him to contain him so he can't run out and be Patrick Mahomes really messed up Patrick Mahomes' mindset for the rest of that game. And from then on, they clearly showed he folded. He couldn't handle it. He wasn't prepared for it. He couldn't understand at the end to try to take some of the easy stuff. He was trying to push the ball down the field when he shouldn't have. He threw the ball up to Tyreek when he was double covered. Of course, he's going to get picked off. Great play by Jesse Bates. Because Patrick Mahomes really tried to have himself a Tom Brady type game, but really it was Joe Sashi that had it. Because he can't, because think about it. He was, it was down what, 21, 21 3, and then made it 21, and then it was 21 10. They took over that whole entire game that second half. Joe Mixon, the momentum. Boom, that's another one. 
we we talk so much about the chief skill players that this is one of the few weeks where we can say the chief skill players got outplayed by <laughs> by another group of skill players. T Higgins had some of the biggest catches in that entire game. Like you're, you just look at him and T Higgins, like you'd be like, Oh, who's going to get the ball. Jamar's going to get the ball. Jamar's going to get the ball. And then it would be T Higgins. And you're like, Oh damn, I forgot that he was there and that he's that good. Like um, in the first half, for instance, just thinking of an offensive standpoint in the first half, they were, they were locking Jamar up. They, they would put a high safety over top of Jamar. So it was double coverage every single time. Cause Jamar is one of the big play. He's a big play guy. He's like a, go down the field, catch the ball, make make something shake with his feet. He's like one of those players. And in the second half, they just like – in the second half, they just schemed Jamar open amazingly by like having him just start running short hitch routes and things of that nature, not going as far down as the field, like beating him up in that like seven to, seven to 15-yard range of offense. And he was just cooking that way. And – it changed the outlook of the game. But Joe Mixon needs a lot more attention on this Bengals team. Like, what is it? He, he's doing – he literally, like, for the game-winning field goal, Well, I'm going to get on the GOAT in a moment. But <laughs> that game-winning – like, the game-winning drive, he literally was toting the hell out of the rock. And then he was literally just toting the rock the entire game. Joe Mixon needs a lot more recognition. I wouldn't like I, I'm I'm not gonna put him in the the top five running back range yet, but he's knocking on the door of it because he's he, that he good. Top 10. He top ten for top sure. Top ten, probably like top six, five. Seven. I can't put, I can't I, I I can name five running backs better than him, but he's there like he's on the on the door like knocking. But I got to give credit to Zach Taylor also. They doubted the shit out of Zach Taylor coming into just being the Bengals head coach in general. And look what he did with them. Joe Burr doing his damn thing. (laughs) They went through. Oh, look, if the Chiefs would have won, I would have talked about saying the AFC has to go through Arrowhead. Because when was the last time the Chiefs played a road game in the playoffs? I have not seen that. <laughs> I have not seen that either. That is, the Super Bowl? That's so really that means, like, well, AFC-wise, not Super Bowl, like, AFC-wise, never played in an away game. They were always in Arrowhead. So, AFC was going to have to go through Arrowhead regardless. The fact that the Bengals went through Tennessee, knocked them out. Well, not Tennessee, but, uh, what was it, Vegas, gone. Titans gone. Then it went to Arrowhead. Y'all see, like y'all heard how the Bengals practice getting ready for Arrowhead, right? Having like nothing but loud, like crowd noise to the point where people surrounding the stadium even complain about it. So then they can get ready for it. Came up. First of all, Joe Shiesty with that outfit. He, he knew he was going to win. He had all the confidence in the world going into that game. First of all. I don't, I don't even classify Joe Shiesty as white. That that man is the whitest black man ever. Came in with the coldest fit saying, yeah, I smell a Super Bowl coming our way. Walked in, hey, man. Jet, played his game, 
played the Bengals the way the Bengals played. Everybody stepped up when they needed to. Look at Patrick that man Mahomes took and, hey, that man took a page out of out of that man took a page out of Debo Sam, Samuel book. Played super grimming in his ear the whole damn time. Hey, it worked. They they Cincinnati is one of is what I think the only team in the NFL that has an outdoor practice facility. So they be practicing outside in the cold in Cincinnati. And this did translated well in Arrowhead. Like I said, I don't think, I don't think anybody was prepared like to see the chiefs demise already. Cause we thought the chiefs were a dynasty like in the making, but I mean, they still are. Mm. Uh, I I don't know now. Like we we saw the Chiefs Dynasty early in the gotta season. Be dominant. Dynasty's got to win Super Bowls. They got to win more dominant. than one Super Bowl. Let's put it like that. <laughs> we thought yeah, that they we thought that they were gonna be that, and they definitely not. But we seen the Chiefs early in the season play play mid and then get their act right, and then you see them beat Josh Allen and the Bills the way that they beat them. You thought that going into this game, like we all, well, I know, like I thought that they was just going to roll through them, and the roll through process was a get destroyed process in a sense. <laughs> Stop, drop, roll, take a L, go home. Welcome to the couch league. Yeah, welcome to the couch league by the goats and Fiji certified Evan McPherson. This man did. I don't. A. I mean, when, when we talk top players now, Evan McPherson got to be in a conversation. I don't care if he's a rookie. I don't care. He's better than the Rams. He's better than Matt Gay already, kicker. bro. He's better than Matt Gay already, bro. Come on, bro. You got to put him right below. You got to put him right below Justin, man. He that good. He that good. Got to put him below Justin. Evan McPherson is that guy. Evan McPherson's that guy. He, he's up there off of what he's done this year and especially the playoff run. He's up there with the best kickers. And he, he's clearly going because they, you, you hear these stuff they say he says before he goes to kick game with a field goal, like last week when he <laughs> said, oh, it looks like we're going to the AFC championship game before he walked out onto the field. Two kick the game with a field goal. He's cold blooded. That that that's you know, a lot of people fold under pressure. We we've seen this before. I can tell you from Washington experience, oh. Dustin Hopkins has folded Cody times. I'm glad we got rid of him. I've seen Cody Parkley fold. <laughs> the Bears should have never lost that game, but we've seen it. We've seen kickers fold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To have that much confidence as a rookie. I mean, it might be just because he's young, and you know, young people, you you think you got it, right? O- older people, they don't fall. They don't had the experience. They don't. Something it's in his mind. He doesn't know what it's like to fail yet at that level. So it's not an issue. That man got ice in his veins on Hall of Fame right now. Yes, it is. It's not going nowhere. It's not dropping. You can have intimidator all you want. That man is not dropping a single thing. It is not going to drop to gold. It's not going to drop to silver. It's not going to drop to bronze. That bitch is saying all. Exactly. 
with that being said, I think uh, we should make it a vote if Aaron McPherson should have an X Factor. I just want to throw it out there. <laughs> The, the, the vote for Evan McPherson getting an X Factor. Just, just for random people out there that want to run Madden leagues and pick him up. Just, just want to know should he have an X Factor? I'm Who's gonna vote. Uh, I'm gonna say it like this: Evan McPherson cannot have an X Factor because kickers don't have X Factors. But superstar dev trait would be a wonderful. But you're not fucking getting it. So on to the next. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Hey, look, look, man. He says he's going he got one job. And he's gonna do that job effectively. He don't care if anybody's on the field. He won't he said, I'm gonna practice my kicks. So oh y'all got a routine? Move out the way real quick. Let me set up. All right. All right, I can get that in. All right, best, best. And think about it. All all of his kicks have come in late game clutch situations. Like to like the very last second of the game, like it's it's just crazy, man. That's that's just crazy, and it go it and it's perfectly lined up for him too. That's what makes it even more crazy. Like all all I gotta do is kick this field goal. Shit, that's that's barbecue chicken to me. Literally, that's what literally how he looks every time he kicks it, bro. This easy money, eh? We going. <laughs> like, like, like he's go ahead, he's pack said, it up. Hey, yeah, go, go ahead, home. hey, pack your bags. We going to LA right before he kick. Pack your bags. We we in yeah. SoFi when they in, interviewed. He said he already knew he was gonna make the kick, so he already took off his helmet, his gloves, and everything. He already knew that he was going home. We Evan McPherson go out there, he's not missing. Yeah, it's the type of faith they got in that kick. He goes. Man, he says, man, this kick is smooth like butter. You can't call it nothing. You can't. And, and now the Chiefs sitting at home rethinking life right now. Uh, no, that's no, like, fine. If only I didn't throw that damn pass. Patrick Mahomes need to be thinking about how the hell he folded. Yeah. I understand they can change the defense, but there's no reason you, you should fold that. I know we've been seeing teams give up huge leads, but you should not give up huge leads like that. Mm-hmm. So, Patrick uh, need to go on, tell his brother quit making TikToks. And I reinvite him. Oh, nah. Chill out, yo. Chill nah, out. straight up, ain't no offseason for nobody. Nah. If you the Chiefs, I went, yeah, ain't no offseason. That man, that man Evan McPherson said, ain't no, ain't no offseason, bitch. Yeah, Evan McPherson is nah, some braided kicker. He said our season's not done yet. <laughs> Job's not done. You know what would have been more disrespectful? If he would have blew a kiss at Andy Reid, that would have been so disrespectful. Well, I'd be like, that's what we like. That's Yes, that's what we love. They smoking that chief pack. Yeah. And for Apple to be trolling this hard on Twitter. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no way Eli Apple bumps up and trolling Tyron Kill, me calling all them on Twitter. How can a bu- he makes one good play besides getting burnt the rest of the game? Burnt toast. And he's out here. Not even burnt toast. That man, that man is. Oven fried to a crisp, bro. And then he sit here talking about he gonna get Tyreek Nicole tickets to the game and shit. But you a bum. 
He is. <laughs> he is. I, as the Dallas Cowboys fan, we do not like Eli Apple. Eli Apple is trash from the beginning. He's garbage, just absolute garbage. I'm tired of it. Um, yeah, I'm, it, he, he's he's trash, bro. He what? He dropped a pick that he should have had. He he literally got burnt by Tyreek Hill and Miko multiple times that game and is a being a menace to society. I need I need to see one-on-ones in hey, the right, what season. you be saying, bro? Hands for decorations. That's what that's what Eli Apple is. Nah, I need to see one-on-ones in the offseason. In July, I need to see one-on-ones. I don't care. The, the, call call it up, get it on. I'm an athlete, something, bro. I need to see it, bro. I needs to see it. <laughs> I need, I need all the soul. Having special guests on goddamn skipping Shannon, bro. Yes, and it's them running one one on ones. I need a quarterback, Patty. Have Mister Go Thirty Go interview this man, bro. <laughs> Try stupid. <laughs> <laughs> nah, quarterback need to be Ryan Tannehill to see if he actually got some accuracy. That's what it need to be. But Tannehill will make Eli But they ain't gonna make him look great, yo. Eli Apple will look like a top five quarter out there. Holy shit. No cap though. He well, probably he would like, look like Regis Who is this guy? Where was you at in New Orleans and Dallas, bro? We ain't never seen you at like this. Yeah, in Dallas. Yeah, we go. Hey, 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 hey. He ain't never had no good games against Dallas, so that's all I gotta say. <laughs> you from the whole Dallas? Right, hey, hey, we ain't. Hey, nope, nope, nope. I, I'm gonna cut you all right here. I ain't, I'm not about to deal with it. No, no. It has some terrible corner slide through this damn corner. All right, all right, all right. And I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to hear it no more. He'll never. Wait, how, how long did he play for Dallas Cowboys? He ain't playing for us, man. Right, right, he ain't right, not playing for us. He did not play for us. He trash on the Giants. They released him, in, or they released him with trade, and he went to the Saints. He was trash there. He's on the, the Bengals. He's not good, but you know he made a play, so let, he gets to celebrate his play. All right, look, look, look. All I'm gonna say let, is he got let, a Cooper Cup the whole game. So let Eli be a minute on Twitter. All right, let Eli. That sounds so weird, bro. Hey, Eli Manning with a passion, but let Eli <laughs> Apple be a minute on Twitter, bro. All right, let Mister Apple go to Mister Coach Thirty. To get reprimanded with Davis's mother, all right. Hey, he he got to deal with Cooper Cup. He got to deal with Coop. Let's go. He got to go against Coop. He got to go against AD. No, 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 no. He got to go against. He got to get AD that ring. Higby, no AD that ring, boy. AD, he need that ring right now. That's what I'm saying. He got. They got to go through that defense, but other than that, everything else is. Free real estate against Eli Ashton. Except for that one play. But anyways, bro, it's time for Aaron Donald to get that ring. He deserves it. Everybody on the Rams deserves that ring, honestly. He really do. He really do. 
Matt, Aaron Donald, Jr. Odell. Matt deserved that ring. Odell. Ramsey deserved his ring. From the Jaguars, to go from the Jaguars, that trash organization, to the Rams, like, you, you got to be happy for all the players who decide to go there. Von Miller deserves another ring. Odell de- deserves a ring for that trash organization of Browns wasting his time. Exactly. Baker Mayfield wasting his time. Kevin Sutton wasting his time. He deserved better. Like, there's a lot of players on the Rams that deserves this shot and deserves to win that title. But before that, let's talk about their comeback against the Bontel 49. Well, not the Bontel. Porn star Jimmy G 49. <laughs> All I know, Debo deserve a ring. I Maybe. feel really bad for Debo. That, that, man, as soon as I saw that, I was like, damn. So he put his heart out on, on that field. He put his all into that. He got the wind knocked out of him and jumped right back up. Jimmy tried to get him killed on that field. We all saw that. (laughs) (laughs) He definitely threw that man a hospital ball. I ain't gonna lie. I I see like like what is it not? Like, you know how the NFL is like big on player safety and shit. So you see everybody sees the hit and all of us go, Dale. Like everybody, everybody said, damn. And then you see all the flags come out, and then you see the replay of it. And the refs even was watching the replay, like, damn. That's a clean hit. Because he he just literally got lit up. And oh my gosh, I'm happy he got back up. But like it was ha- like when it was going on and everything, everybody thought that he was, you know, like concussed and all of that. I was like, nah, bro. He just got the wind knocked out of that man. Like he just knocked the smooth wind out of his chest. We smacked the, the the all of it came out of his chest. If, if Debo had a mic, all we would have was <laughs> Yeah, we'd heard him gasp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, where's some oxygen at, bro? Yeah, I, I, I need so some oxygen bad. right now. He ain't like, had nothing, bro. Yeah, that. But nah, yeah, I feel bad for Debo, yo. That that man put his heart and soul. Debo and put up with Jimmy G. Debo deserved the ring. Debo played his heart out. He deserved the ring. Jimmy G is up out of there for putting for his trash performance. And, and you know, Jimmy G, he always got a fold. We we always we always know Jimmy G is gonna make one terrible throw a game, and what does he do on that bet? They were about to sack him, and he he feels like the need to pull a Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, <laughs> just toss it up there. Yeah. That, that, I, I, just had, I gotta throw my head down on that because that that was really what he did. He means. <laughs> We have seen this play two times a season, and they all in the same way, and they pick return from touchdown. He, he felt the need to do it. Just show us again. Trash. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. He's getting up off this team. They're going to try to trade him, release him something. It's going to be trouble. Oh, no, they are. Yeah, no, yeah. already seen the notifications rolling through. Yo, they're yeah. already in trade <laughs> talk. They're like, yo, Jimmy's your body it out, boy. But not like they—they've realized talked about his record in the playoffs and stuff, and then 
stat-wise, Jimmy G didn't look that terrible. But once you actually see the game, you're like, dude, your decision-making is terrible. That for like the first man, was it the very first drive, third down, he overthrows Kittle wide open. I'm like, dog, how do you overthrow? Yeah, that Kittle? was wild. Yeah, because it because what Kittle like, like going, he was like, going, hey, nah, Kittle was like, yeah, Kittle was by himself. That was, a, that was an easy touchdown, knowing that George Kittle is like a is a yards after catch he's number machine. one, like runs after catch. Yeah, he's a yard after catch. He may have to so be on IR all season. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Boy, that like stat wise, he didn't play that bad at the game. Like 200 plus yards, probably like a 60 something percent uh, passing percentage. Two tutties, one interception. You've seen that it. one interception just cost them. Carson Wentz didn't have a bad of course. <laughs> stat wise, but we all see Carson Wentz holding. <laughs> you, you, he, I put Jimmy Garoppolo in the same area I put Carson Wentz. All that stuff is nice, but you know they're going to fold at some point. Yeah. It's just in their nature. It's in their blood. They can't change it. Mm. Yeah, they just, everybody they're going to fold it. took him to the playoffs. He got, yes, they do win more games. Whoa, 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 whoa. Debo took him to the playoffs. That's Debo. You say that. But Debo was there last year when Jimmy was hurt, and they had Nick Mullins as a quarterback. Nick Mullins was a bum. At least Jimmy can get him the ball. Okay, <laughs> we got to be honest. Jimmy's not. Jimmy's better than Nick Mullins. He can at least get Debo the ball. I mean, is he? He's not lying though. I mean, but was Debo playing running back last season too? It's Kyle craziest Shanahan. thing. Yeah. Craziest thing is the leading rusher for rookies. No, not leading rusher, but one of the best rookie running backs is on the 49ers. And they're lining Debo up as a running back as well. That's just a crazy two-headed monster. It's 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 wild, but it's something. It's something that's there. And Kyle Shanahan is just a damn genius offensively. And then he just get crazy defensive players to just play. They just know how to play football. <laughs> Debo's like the reverse Christian McCaffrey. No, but bad. black. <laughs> He's not, he is not wrong. He is completely not wrong. Everything that we that we yeah. praise Christian McCaffrey for doing, Debo does. The only Debo difference is Debo yeah. black. <laughs> and his name, Debo. Hey, not another difference. <laughs> Debo don't Debo don't go down like Christian McCaffrey do. That that's also that is true. true. That is also <laughs> big fact. Debo's injury is a lot higher than uh, Christian McCaffrey. Prone to injury, bro. Yeah, injury prone. Well, if we're gonna talk about injuries. Let's talk about Matt Gay injury <laughs> to making a field goal, guys. <laughs> if we being completely honest. And we will take a peek at the Super Bowl. If it comes down to a field goal, Evan McPherson is definitely one oh, certifier. <laughs> Matt Gay not hit. He'd have missed so many field goals in his own arena, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. 
and the fans up, getting, getting all the fans' hopes up just for you to miss two feet out wide right. Two feet wide right. He's like, really, bro? It's literally right there. Snore like it's right there in front of you. In my, it's like taking it's like taking candy from a baby, but you just can't take take it. You, you bum ass. That's, that's yeah, look, nah. bro. You saw Dildo in the end zone, bro. You got distracted. All I is shout out to the Rams defense showing up in the fourth quarter. Oh, there was no reason oh. he had that much time throughout that game. Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. All of them showed up in the fourth quarter. Once they started like, with Jimmy, Jimmy showed us who he was because we all know he's above. Exactly. It's, it's really like, how do you contain Von Miller, Aaron, and Aaron, Aaron Donald? How do you contain them? Because both of them can really rush inside and just shift, shift them way, shift their opponent way out of out of the equation. They can pancake them boys. Let's put they it like really this. can and. You're literally talking about two Hall of Famers on the same defensive line. People, people, people just be like, oh, you know, Aaron Donald is, you know, the three-time defensive player of the year, Von Miller, Super Bowl champ, all that. It, no, let's let's be be real. There's not many players, well, especially now, there's not many players in the NFL that are guaranteed locks into the Hall of Fame. These two. Are guaranteed locks into the Hall of Fame. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. There's no like yes, you. You could they literally they play the the first three quarters. You're like, damn, yo, Jimmy G is getting mad time in the pocket. Fourth quarter, damn, Jimmy G. They they on Jimmy G's ass. <laughs> they on his ass. <laughs> it it was gonna happen. Like it was gonna happen. You can game plan and scheme to stop them. But as soon as like your O line or whatever happens, like once they give up and stop playing, they on them twenty four seven. Trent Williams aggravated his ankle midway through the game, and you could literally just see that they they saw it and was like, "Yeah, we on him now. We we're, we're here." And it and, they, and they went at him the whole entire that whole half. They went at. Him. It completely changed the entire outlook of the game. He was like, "Yup," because literally, Aaron, literally, Aaron Donald wasn't even paying attention to the damn pick, bro. He wasn't even paying attention to the pick. This man, this man ran smooth at Jimmy G. See, Jimmy G threw that little limp dick pass and said, "Give me my damn ring." Immediately, <laughs> immediately bro. Immediately. He seen he threw the lip dick pass. That man and had a whole. hopped up and said, "Give me my ring. Get AD his ring, bro." And we're not talking about a Disney boy. He had a whole Creed two type type feeling. Like tell the man, give me my keys, bro. Yes, right. Give me my keys. I am a hundred percent with Aaron Donald getting his ring. I like it. We just made prior commitments to, <laughs> to, say, to saying Joe Burrow beating Jesus. <laughs> so I can't, can't disagree. <laughs> I mean, I can see Aaron Donald at least get like three sacks and a half. I can see Titan. that happening. Hey, 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 look, let's save that. <laughs> let's, save, 
Let's shift real quick. Let's shift like um AD and Von Miller did to the 49ers O line and just toss them out the way. Is Cooper Cup better than Devontae Adams? At this point, and and watching <laughs> At this point in watching wide receivers in the league right now, I want to say, like, I want to say yes. I absolutely want to say yes. But we've seen Devontae do things that we've only seen the other, the other two top wide receiver, top three wide receivers do. And, you know, and Michael Thomas and, you know, DeAndre Hopkins. We've seen him carry the workload and all of that stuff. But Cooper Cup is literally like Cooper is there. He's in the conversation. He's in the conversation. Like I I that the greasiest white boy in the league at one point in time, you know, he his name was Christian McCaffrey, but the greasiest white boy on the offense right now, his name, his name Cooper Cup. That boy nice. That boy nice. Like nah, yo. It's to go it get is. them yards. It's Cooper Cup. Like watching, like recently watching his highlights and watching his route running, and paired up with Matt Stafford, right? Stupid, filthy. Like the moment, what was it? it? Was an out route, like a deep out route that he ran. Before he even made his cut, the ball was already on his boy. He looked, he was like, "Oh, tip tap, ten toes down, cool, let's run it up." Like yo. And then what was it? His first touchdown, he legit just read the safety and was like, all right, cool. Fake post corner. I'm open. He let, that mm-hmm. man, Cooper Cup, really gave Stafford that audible, audible zone. And Madden, he said, I got a baby on me, coach. He's like, oh, y'all going to double cover me? All right, that's easy. Easy cookies. Hey, Matt, just pass it here. I got this. Second touchdown. I don't know what he did on that second route. What what did y'all see the route that he did to get his second touchdown? Nah, I wasn't paying attention for over. Nah, all like, I know is I know he scored. That's all in I can two say. Seconds, he was wide open, back turned to the crowd looking for the ball. I'm like, dog, where's your defender at, yo? Defender was like five yards away from him. Like, dog, how do you get burned? The defender was the lost zone. in the dust. That man was lost in the dust. What's funny is if you look back at Cooper Cup, for for how he gets open, you actually realize he ran like a four six or something. Yeah, his route running's immaculate. <laughs> and to compare him to Devontae, we we've seen Devontae do amazing things. Of course, this year Cooper Cup had the triple crown. It's an amazing year. I'm not sure. I can put him up there with Devontae. I don't think I'll be able to say he's better than Devontae this year over this one year. If he comes back and does the same thing next year, you might get me to say it. But off of this one year, we've seen great receivers have amazing years. And, you know, we we back when Michael Thomas was healthy, he had his 140 catch year. Mm, he broke the record, the reception is record. We've seen Devontae last year cooking. We've seen the 
D Hop when he first got with uh Kyler Murray. We've seen him multiple that, people. That that's disrespectful. There's no reason three people at once should get lost. <laughs> We've seen greatness from all these top receivers. Wasn't that the years of Buffalo, yo? <laughs> Damn Jordan Glove and yeah. everything. <laughs> Jordan sponsorships was going crazy. <laughs> we see seen all the great receivers have great years. If he does this again next year, because we, we all saw Devontae still had a great good year. He also got injured for a game. So you know, we've seen the Devontae miss a game or two. We we've we know he's great. B Hop was hurt half the year. He's great. Michael Thomas, we haven't seen him play in like two years. Exactly. We we still have all these elite receivers. I just want to see him do it one more year before I will say he's the best receiver in the league. So so I like I said, I'll put Coop with him. But of course he would have to do it again for me to be certified saying like, all right, he better than Devontae. But we're going to, you said Hop, Devontae, Michael, and Coop. This ain't on the top of the list, but rank them from one to four. Five? No, I hey, 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 hey. I put a fifth one. Yeah. I, I will throw a all fifth right. name out there. DK Metcalf. No. No. Shut your no. ass up, Thomas. <laughs> I will throw a fifth one out there. Um, my fifth wide receiver in that conversation would be Stefan Diggs. Off the off the fact that I that's that's me. That's my top five. My top five receivers. I I'll put matter of fact I'll put them in order for you. Five is Diggs. I think Cooper Cup is really that guy for real, and I'm gonna put. I'm going to put Michael Thomas four because we haven't seen Michael Thomas play. But I think Michael Thomas is better than Diggs. Then I will put Cooper, D-Hop, and Devontae Adams. That's where, that's where I'm going to lean towards. Let's see. My biggest issue is this I is kind biased. of – <laughs> I'm not biased. I kind of don't want to put Michael Thomas in there because I haven't seen him play in a few That's years. That's who, yeah. Hey, man, bias is right now. How is that biased? Nah, nah. That's 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 a it's solid point because that's why I'm like, I don't necessarily want to put Michael Thomas in it. Matter of fact, yeah, take Michael Thomas out. There you go. Put Stefan at four. And five, I'm going to actually give Ari his bias and say Terry McLaurin because he needs way more recognition than what people give him. He's an amazing wide receiver. The fifth spot is hard for me because, like him, I would want to put Terry there, but then I'd also want to put Justin Jefferson there because I really like Justin Jefferson. He's been amazing in in Minnesota with with Kirk, bum-ass cousins. (laughs) I was a good man some years ago. No, don't say my good man. Don't don't lie. Don't, Don't sit there and lie. But the fifth, the fifth, I'm, I want Jamar to do it another year. Jamar is also up there after the year he's had. But fifth spot is the, the, the very tough one. My bias, I would put Terry there. Without bias, I'd probably end up putting Justin Jefferson there. Fourth, I'm probably going with 
I'd say Diggs, he didn't have, I guess, as good as a year. He still was great, but even like in the game, they were doubled. It's, it's tragic being a great receiver because they double seen you. So you don't, sometimes your numbers aren't as good. So like with Gabriel Davis going off in that game was because they were double teaming Stephon Diggs. Like we've seen him do with Devontae and them. Let's see. I would say a healthy D-hop is for sure number two because, I, 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 of course, I have Devontae at one. So I would, I would say Cooper three. I'd, well, sorry, since D-hop was hurt, I'm going to put him three. I'm going to put Cooper two, then I'm going to put Devontae one. That's what I'm going to do. So you got Devontae, Coop, Hop, four is Diggs, and then five is JJ. You said five is JJ? What? Well, oh, you without bias. Yeah, okay, yeah. Just yeah, I was going with the unbiased version. Okay. Yeah. All right. Of course, Devontae first. I'm I'm going with healthy D hop second. Like that. Well, actually, no. I'm gonna be honest. I'll put healthy D hop above Devontae. I'll put Devontae second. Cause healthy D hop is stupid. It doesn't matter if you double team him or not. He's still gonna catch that. He he don't barely drop. Coop three. I put bad for Coop dropping some passes. See, this, this is when it gets hard because so many people have some good ass years this this season. I'll give it to Stefan because I know he didn't have a great of a season because people was double teaming him off the rip. But that just proves that he's great, that he's in that conversation that's top. I'm not going to put him on the Thomas because I haven't seen that man and that man's in the shuttle room right now. Hyperbolic time chamber getting ready to come back. Fifth. Mm. Fifth is tough. Did anybody in NFC though? AFC. I'm gonna go bias. Um yeah. KB from New England. He just said Kendrick. Well, I'm going myself. KB. <laughs> First of all, I'm going to have to cut you up for that one, my boy. <laughs> Kate Kendrick Bourne. That's a new one. Hey, why well, I really just walked out of the side. Welcome to class, yo. But not nah, all right on, on some unbiased stuff. Fifth, as much as I would like to give it to JJ, I got to give it to Jamar for for even though he is a rookie, Jamar just showed up and showed out from being being called like oh he's not going to make it into the NFL because of his preseason troubles to having the amazing season that he just had. He shut all day. Shut all the haters up and was like, yeah, nah, I'm here. So I'll give fifth to Jamar. And, uh, dang, this is 
because there's so many wide receivers in the game that that has unbelievable starts and stuff. But this this how this how this how my uh, top five went. I put I put Adams first. Devontae Adams first. Mm-hmm. I end up giving I end up giving Debo second. I put I put Debo Samuel second. I put Cup third. And my fourth and fifth one is pretty tough because well not my fourth, but my fifth one is pretty tough. I end up putting Jamar fourth because he's definitely up there as of this moment right now. And then I went and then I went then I went Hopkins. Only because he was injured most of the time. And but when he's on the field, out unbelievable. Cause anytime he's one on one, he can easily shake somebody and go get you 20 15, 20 yards. That's how that's how I put mine. He said deep. Are we considering Debo a wide receiver? Like he, he like, I don't know. Debo got a wide receiver. I wouldn't put him above them. But if we're talking about his what he brings in total, Debo mm-hmm. probably. You know how last year Derrick Henry got Offensive Player of the Year and, and uh, Aaron Rodgers got MVP. Yeah, to get Offensive Player of the Year. I know you. A lot of people want to give it the Cooper Cup, but if you look at what Debo actually did. I would say Debo should get offensive player of the year. I would agree because Debo definitely, like, when you talk about the importance of, like, a player to a team, Debo is literally in the same boat as Derrick Henry and any quarterback you can name. Because, <laughs> a like, quarterbacks are such, such an essential part to a team. Derrick Henry is such an essential part to that football team. And Debo is literally like the heartbeat of the 49ers. It's shoot. He's definitely just just the swag that he brings to that team and how he can basically kind of take over. You you can't you can't beat that for real for real. If yeah. who that Jimmy G, yeah, because we know porn star Jimmy G finna be playing for a different team, might be the commanders. <laughs> it might be the <laughs> but honestly though, how, how would you feel if if he did end up going to the commanders, Mr. Uh Trustin Scorpio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Mr. Commons fan. Well, tragic is it? He's going to come to the division and be the second best quarterback. That'd be tragic. I'd be pissed if he came here, though. Yep, yep. So my top five wide receiver list. I say one is Devontae, two is Hopkins. All right. I put Cooper Cup at three. Justin Jefferson is my fourth, and I slide Stephon Diggs down to my five. Only guy feel like. Justin Jefferson had like a higher degree of difficulty for more of his catches over this season than Stephon Diggs did. I gotta respect it. I like how you put Justin Jefferson in there too. I, yeah. I, I like how you. I, you, you I respect it. 
That's that was yeah. You cannot look at the Vikings and not put that man in a conversation. <laughs> That's completely fair. That's yeah. completely fair. And I ain't gonna be like that. trash and sit here and talk about some of my team. I mean, I could throw a shot Bateman out there, but there there's no ground to talk about it. Look, bro. Somebody put I Terry Duvernay out Jones. there, and there's so no I, I wanted to follow suit. I could always being biased for a little I bit. I could I could throw Mark Andrews out there because he damn near is more receiver than he is tight end. You say you give my boy the Travis Kelsey. Terry at least is in the conversation for top ten receivers. You can't say Kendrick Bourne is even near the top ten. You can't say that. that my bias is a bias from a good place. Kendrick Bourne had a good playoff game while y'all was getting raped. <laughs> All right, Connie. So either way. <laughs> <laughs> you should have known that was coming. Let's get that man hard like, God damn it. I tried to escape this part, but it just keep coming back to me. Hey, yo. He said, I ain't commie. I'm dead. He's <laughs> got that commie. That commie <laughs> Just think about it like that, Ari. You get the commie, homie, ha, yo. But. We're going to get to this Matt Stafford and Odell getting a chance to finally win a damn ring. Which, like I said at the beginning of us talking about this dang on game, there's a lot of Rams players that deserve a ring. Those are two of them players. I'm happy that Odell is getting – is actually getting the the – the fame and he, the fame and clout that he deserves, because he literally just sat there and has been dealing with foolishness for the past what three seasons, right? Just pure utter foolishness, and he's finally getting his time to shine on the grandest stage. I absolutely love that for Odell, Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Number one draft pick, he living up to – he finally living up to his number one draft pick status. One of the things that we're going to talk – well, one of my points for next week when we do the Super Bowl coverage thing is that we're literally the, – the Super Bowl is literally what should have been versus what can happen because Joe Burrow is literally everything that Matthew Stafford was supposed to be. And, yeah, but it's nice to see that Matthew Stafford could get away from Detroit and do this. I 100% put this on Sean McVay being the mastermind that he is, except for his terrible challenge calls in that game. I don't even want to talk about that. Man, yeah. That's the <laughs> challenge play, but that, that's a fucking thing. Yeah. being a bum. <laughs> but yeah, you can that, clearly see the ball not crossing. You're still going to challenge that, dog. No, you can see clearly see Jimmy G cross the line, and you go challenge it and say that he didn't. That's what <laughs> happened. And then what was it? It was another one. What the other challenge was the damn Matt Stafford. 
fourth down. Oh yeah, the Matt Stafford not making it at all. <laughs> not he's making it. Clearly seeing him not reaching it. He's not hey, trying to challenge that that drone tuck. But at the end of the day, they won the game because the defense showed up. But yeah, it's nice to see. I'm more happy for Odell. I don't. I could care less about Matthew Stafford. There's more quarter. There's more deserving quarterbacks in the league, in my opinion. There's there's somebody. I'm gonna make somebody happy. I'm pretty sure you could put Tyler Huntley on a different team. And he could make plays that Matthew Stafford can't. But that's just my opinion, and that's just me favoring other quarterbacks and stuff. But I'm happy no, Odell is getting his time. It's been well-deserved. I think everybody on the podcast will say, out of those two, Odell probably deserves it more. Because for one, we're not Detroit fans. We're not Matt Stafford fans. But seeing Odell go through what he went through with the Giants, then with the Bumtail Browns, then coming over to LA Rams and succeeding and winning, yeah, it's a beautiful sight. It's a beautiful fight. It's a beautiful sight to see everybody saying, oh, Odell is a problem to see him succeed. And it's like, no, he, was, he wasn't a problem. He was vocal. About why he wasn't happy, y'all just was not listening. Hey, shout out to the Green Bay Packers for not listening. Boom, <laughs> another one. <laughs> another one. But um, okay, there was another focal play yeah. that wasn't happening. Oh yeah, uh, Odell definitely deserves it more than Stafford, and I say this because there has been times that Matthew Stafford under pressure has folded numerous times. His whole, I want to, not even with him, with Calvin Johnson, who is arguably one of the best wide receivers of the Detroit Lions. I wouldn't even there say have been arguably. Times. I'm sorry about that. I wouldn't even say arguably. He is the greatest wide receiver to ever put on a jersey in Detroit. I'll let you continue that. <laughs> but there has been times that Matthew Stafford has folded numerous times. I remember a specific game against the Green Bay Packers. He has the ball, clearly throwing the ball to Calvin Johnson and decided to go a different route to somebody else. I'm thinking to myself, what are you doing? And it gets picked off and almost ran for a pick six until somebody hawked him down. I just said, he, he folded right there. That's, But this year, he has now proven himself under pressure. He can make the correct plays and get to that either a first down, either even, even just a couple of inches up there, and then make that correct play to the right receiver. Cooper Cup. Um, it can happen for him, but Odell deserves it more, just because he puts everything on on the field. He literally puts everything onto the field, and he does not get the rec- recognition for it until now. His whole year with the Browns, they are literally babysitting 
Baker Mayfield into being one of the greatest quarterbacks, which he is not. I'm saying this now. He is not one of the he is not going to be a great quarterback. Not this year. Gonna be a Carson Wentz. But Carson Wentz has actually him. proved himself. He give proved him more himself. credit. Oh, yeah. He could he could be a Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins got paid, so hey, I, he can't be. Mad. I can't even. I can't even put. Oh man, that's actually a great point. I can't even put Baker Mayfield in the Kirk Cousins category. Like, Kurt had a great year on a contract year to get him his money. Baker has had a mediocre season, a very good season, and then a completely terrible season. And his good season wasn't even good. Good. Like it, it wasn't even like yeah, it was it was, it, like, it was solid. There we go. He had a he had a very mid like well he had a solid se- rookie season. He had a mid season and then a very mid season after that. And now he's about to go into the, the next season, and it's and it's looking like it's gonna be even more mid. He's wasted Jarvis Landry the the rest of Jarvis Landry's career. Because Jarvis Landry at one point in time was a great wide receiver, and now he's not. And what is it in Joku's career? Come on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. If this was a grading, the passing grade is a 70. Baker said, I'm going to get a 71. That is basically what he is doing. Can't even get him a I get that man a smooth 69. Because he, he at least got a pass. All right. Starting off first, I said the uh, with Baker Mayfield, I, 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 part I disagree about, he had a good rookie season. He set the rookie passing touchdown record his rookie season. Then he had his mid-second year, and he, he was completely cheeks this year, straight cheeks. Then to so, so go from Baker, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow is what Matthew we we wanted Matthew to be in Detroit. The straight Joe Burrow, even with a trash old line, a franchise who will not pay for an indoor practice facility because they're cheap. He is taking the Bengals to the Super Bowl, which is something Matthew Stafford can never do in Detroit. Detroit's still a terrible franchise. We all know this. They're straight trash. Always going to be trash. And probably for the rest of our lives. But Matthew Safford, if we've been honest, Detroit was terrible. It's hard to win in Detroit. I prefer Odell over Matthew Safford, of course. But Odell did get recognition in New York. He's had a recognition ever since the catch. It's just once he got this Cleveland, the recognition went away because Stefanski and Baker screwed him over. Odell in New York became the superstar known as Odell. Once he went to Cleveland, Stefanski doesn't know how to operate with a star receiver. There's a reason why we saw Diggs leave Minnesota. So just like that, he had Odell, a star receiver, didn't know how to operate with him. Baker didn't know how to get him the ball in that offense. And we've seen the biggest disconnect from a star receiver and a, a young quarterback where, I admit, I don't like Baker. I don't think he's that guy. But 
it made it even worse with Stefanski's offense and Odell becoming basically he 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 was about as good as I'm a, what's above a receiver. He was Nelson I he was Nelson Aguilar <laughs> Eagles. Okay, that's what there he, we go. <laughs> there we go, Nelson <laughs> Aguilar. <laughs> I'm happy that uh, Odell's getting this chance for a ring. Matthew Safford, I feel like I should be happy for anybody that leaves Detroit because Detroit's terrible. And <laughs> Detroit ain't been the same since Barry Sanders and goddamn Beyonce. Yeah, Detroit curse, but I just feel like Matthew Safford, he, he's had some good years in Detroit. It's just Detroit's a terrible franchise. There's not so much. I, if the Detroit ever wins a Super Bowl, the world might end. So, just go. It's going to be World War IV for that happens, bro. Even there, I hope both of them play good. Matthew Safford, people were comparing him to Jared Goff like they were the same thing. But let's be honest. They, they were not the same thing. Matthew Safford's way better than that. It is just he was on a terrible franchise who can win games. Maybe they paid the coach 100K to lose. (laughs) No cap. Yeah, let's hop into it. Uh, Breaking news from the world. Yeah, from the sports world. Um, Brian Flores basically filed a class action lawsuit against the NFL and its teams about the hiring process and how he's been having sham interviews and citing racism as a source of why there's not many black coaches. Um, I think this is probably one of the, the most important things in the NFL because they... <laughs> We all knew that this was a problem in the NFL, but they tried to, you know, hide it, for instance. Well, not even hide it. They tried to recognize it they and to, ignore it. They're trying to – they really, they literally just pushed it on the rug and said, oh, it's not, it's not – Exactly. Like, they, they peeped it and was like, oh, we're going to make this Rooney rule, and then we're just going to ignore it from here on out. Um, I think that it's needed. I actually want to hear a lot of the other coaches talk about it that because it's a class action lawsuit so other people can like hop onto the onto the lawsuit and make it like bigger than what it is and i absolutely it's needed in the nfl but i want to hear other coaches besides brian flores talk about it though i want to i really want to see who else steps into it from the news today marvin lewis had a story he, he, he spoke, Marvin Lewis said, one of the, it was an interview, I don't remember where he said he was coaching at, but he said he, he had heard on the news that the Panthers were already hiring a coach on Friday. They were set to hire a coach on Friday, but they hadn't met the requirement for the Rooney rule. So they called, he was in, he was in Baltimore. So they called Baltimore's uh, front office saying they wanted to interview Marvin Lewis for his head coaching position. When he, he straight up told them he had already heard the news, they were supposed to be hiring somebody else. 
he still went and took the the job offer such as Brian Flores did. And that when he went down there, they told him he, he that wasn't true, that the news wasn't true. But at the end of the day, on Friday, they still hired the white coach. Then also, Hugh Jackson said the Browns were wanted to pay him to lose games though during the I believe it was the 2015 and 2016 season. Yeah. He said that organization wanted to pay him to lose games. They were still terrible. I don't know if he uh, he says he didn't take the money. I don't know if he didn't or not. They were still terrible. <laughs> they lost a lot of games. <laughs> but then that, he said that just that just blew me you don't pay, ruined you his don't. career. And they extended him, but then they fired him after extending him. Because, I mean, you, you basically ruin a career when you go, what do you go, one in 30 something? One in 30 or something? 31 in those two seasons? So, so you paid this man, so you tried, so you tried to play, pay this man to lose games. He didn't take it. He still ended up losing the game, and then you fired him. No, no, no. They what? gave him an extension. Yeah, they part. told him to come back. What sense does that fucking make? They ain't gonna pay him. Still going to end up firing him. I don't give a damn if he got that a whole four-year contract extension. You don't fire the man off of fucking racism. This shit is getting fucking irritating. And it's irritating. Because at this point, we should be well beyond that, but no. White people think they can, they own every fucking thing and try to pay us off to do this. And then they get mad and then try to raise that and then fire us. It don't make no fucking sense. I, my, I throw in a towel on that shit. My thing about this whole situation, I'm ha- like I said, I'm happy that Brian Flores is doing this because there's literally eligible black coaches that check every single box every single box to run an organization be gms be presidents be owners and be head coaches and be coaches in any level of like on every level of football and they're literally just being passed on um i thought the one uh, one of the bigger black coaches that was supposed to be hired, I thought Byron Leftwich would have got the Dagon Jacksonville job. Jacksonville botched that, so we're just not getting anything on Byron Leftwich to Jacksonville now. Um, I thought Eric Bieniemy was going to be in Chicago since they hired the GM from the Chiefs. Eric Bieniemy can't even get an interview. They they got Matt Eberflus ever. Eric Bieniemy. It's like we're it's like we're slowly going back to segregation at this point. That's what it feels like. like see, you don't want to you don't want to give black people black head coaches a chance to prove to you that okay we're gonna lose some games, but the games that we win are gonna be the most hard-fought games of, of my career. And then if we don't do that, you're going to fire us. That's basically like saying, oh, we're going to give you the raise, 
if you do this. But as soon as we do that, we're like, ah, oh, you didn't do this, so we're going to get rid of you for that. Like, what sense does that make at this point? Okay, Mike. Never had a losing season. And they stay continue asking that man, you gonna coach college football? Exactly. That's Mike, that's a what? that's a big one. Is in in the perfect situation. He's on the team where the owner is the Rooney's. The the reason the rule exists in the first place. All these other owners and stuff, we we won't be honest, clearly don't care about whether black people can get the job or not. They don't care about it at all. The the Rooney rule, in theory, had good intention. But these owners can figure out a way to get past that. Then 90% of the time, the owners already have an idea who they want to hire. They're just like, we have to bring in a token black guy just to say we interviewed him. We'll give him a four hours, three hours, give him a nice meal, make mm-hmm. him feel good about himself. Then he can go fuck off because we don't care. So honestly, it's just, it just a way me how. that they need to enforce it. If we're being a thousand, my my issue with the Rooney rule is that why is it even why was it necessary in the first place? That's my problem with it. Like you, you, the NFL, like they put the Rooney rule in place saying, literally saying, okay, we see that this is a problem in the NFL, that we do not have enough black head coaches. We don't have, we don't have enough black GMs. We don't have enough black or, well, my bad, let's include everybody, minority and women, black, minor, black minorities and women in these pro, like predominant, predominant roles and shit like that. And they said this and said, okay, we're just going to put this rule here. And when we have to fall back onto this rule, we'll eventually fall back onto this rule. This law, this lawsuit is literally opposing the rule and then still calling out the stupid stuff that like just calling out everything. Like, what is it? Brian Flores basically what he interviewed for the Chicago job. No, he interviewed for uh what is it? He interviewed for a lot of the head coaching positions and basically said that they're they were like fake interviews. They already knew who they wanted, they just had to interview him at that point. It's stupid. Something that this needs to be talked about. It should be on the forefront of ESPN. One, I think that it was dumb as hell having Brian Flores on ESPN today when it like literally like hours after the whole announcement of the lawsuit happened. I think it was way too fast to get him in front of the media to talk about it because his points about it is basically just common knowledge that he was making on ESPN. I think that was dumb. And I think that the sports world is literally going to take this as a, oh, this is something that happened, kind of like how Colin Kaepernick did, the whole Colin Kaepernick situation. Oh, that's nice that he's talking about this, but we're still just going to keep pushing from it. 
we're just gonna keep pushing. Like, what is it? They, they <laughs> I seen I seen a tweet talk about some daggone. They gonna make the the what is it? The racially motivated like the movement uh quotes and stuff. They just gonna enlarge them on the back of people's helmets now. <laughs> um, because that's literally what the NFL does. They literally just take a situation this big and just be like, okay, let's just market it towards that. Let's just market towards black people. They'll forget about this. Um, but it's something that needs to be talked about. It's something that needs to be spread through the airways that needs to be put through people's heads because it's, it's a problem in the NFL. It's not necessarily, I wouldn't say it's a problem in the NBA, but it, the NBA is different in that regard. Yeah. The NBA is different in that regard with inclusion but it's a problem in the nfl the new york giants really 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 messed this up um because they've never even had a black head coach like ever um yeah i think it's stupid it's something that needs to be talked about and i'm gonna continue to force the issue so well, not force the issue, but I'm going to continue to put this out there on the airways to can give it a platform to live. You actually look at it going off the Giants. Giants have always done the bare minimum for the Rooney rule. Is whenever their head coaching options were, were available, they've only interviewed before the recent change. Because a lot of people don't realize the Rooney Rule was changed in 2020 where you have to interview two outside people of minority status before you can officially name a head coach. It used to only be one. So, Peter, a lot of people, you know, might be saying they, they interviewed Leslie Frazier and then and they were trying to use that as, you know, he why would they bring in Brian Flores they already interviewed somebody. The rule has changed. They they had to meet the requirements before they could name Brian Dable. As we all saw from Trash's favorite uh, coach, you know, text message. They had already named their coach. They had in the, in that organization. Clearly, if somebody couldn't keep their mouth shut, they had already named their coach. Clearly, they had already been all talking about it. Somebody decided to sell Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick, I don't I can't be mad at me. In good faith, he just wanted to congratulate somebody who was on his staff before, telling them, congrats, you got the job. Bill Belichick, we all know he's intertwined with probably almost everybody in the NFL. We're going to be honest. So he clearly knew. With that being said, how the heck did he get Brian Flores' number, yo? <laughs> You actually look it up. Brian Flores was the one who wanted to put in Malcolm Butler in the playoffs. You actually got to look it. You look up the page yourself. Brian, that was Brian Flores' decision. Y'all may not have that, that win without Brian Flores. He was on the page yourself. Yeah, that hey, maybe it's some you know Bill Belichick conspiracies and out there anyways because you know 
They tried to get it. They they got him for the Spygate. You know, took his name off Madden and everything. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna get back at the NFL. Let's shoot this tweet out. No, uh, shoot this text message. Shoot this message out. Shoot this text message out. And, you know, he might have wanted to play a hand in causing the the you know the discourse. A little bit of mayhem. Yeah. It'll it's it's. It's going to be different seeing how this pans out. I honestly, like, because, you know, Brian Flores was still a very prominent candidate for a lot of these head coaching positions. Um, at this point now, what was it? Was this interview today or was that yesterday? He still had a same interview after he filed a lawsuit. Exactly. Um, but, like, at this point, Right now, I, I would love to see Brian Flores coach again, but we know how the NFL is with things with I, I say I know how the NFL is with like cases and stuff like this, that they're probably not going to hire him. But I would still love to see him get hired somewhere. It'd be the Saints, it could be it could be anywhere. I'd love to see him coach still because I think he's probably one of the best fits for any any organization right now even though i would be and, trying to run away from the Saints like, job <laughs> i feel like he can he he'll bring a whole a whole lot to what whichever organization is willing to hire do i think I he'll i'll think he'll coach again if he wins the lawsuit he wins the lawsuit no, i mean they, they, they want notorious but i heard that man but if he doesn't win the lawsuit or if like they they settle or something i feel like he's gonna be kind of like a bad if he loses the lawsuit he he might go to college ranks since he'll never get anything in the nfl ever again in his life yeah but yeah honestly it'll kind of be he loses, it'll kind of be like Cap, Kaepernick, basically. So, yeah, we understand what you're doing. Cool. You're not playing no more, though. They basically be like, you're not going to coach no more. See, they Cap, did. Cap settled yeah. that money. I don't think Brian Flores wants to settle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian Flores literally wants change in the NFL. He, like, wants direct change in the NFL. Um, at the end of the day, I don't really see much. Unless the lawsuit wins and they're forced to somehow change how they do the interviewing process, all these white owners don't give a damn, to be honest. Exactly. You know, until there there's a few people of color in there, it won't matter, you know. Maybe if we're lucky, I highly doubt it. We're lucky, you know, some black Group would buy the Broncos since they're up for sale. I doubt it. It's going to be yeah. probably some white billionaire, white group or something. But you know, we can all hope and dream. Can we have this HBCU by the Broncos? Are they HBCU schools? First of all, is there even an HBCU in Colorado? <laughs> the middle of nowhere, bro. <laughs> HBC. I get back to you on that. Hold on. That's actually wild. But 
we have come to the end. We we have we 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 had all five. The man dipped out again, you know. But we here at the end of the road, and y'all know what time it is. It's time for them hot takes. We're gonna let Mr. Turkey Hill start it off with his heat because he don't ever be dropping the heat. And it's don't better be spicy, boy. It better be spicy. Okay. So one of my hot takes is you can only get one, Joe, my boy. Can can Joe Shicey make history? Because as you know, he is a Heisman winner. And he has won a national title with LSU. So if he wins the Super Bowl. Will this project him into one of the like top five quarterbacks? I believe it. I believe he can. I believe he will. I believe he can make that happen. So your I hot believe. take. So your hot take. I gotta get this right. It's saying that Joe Burrow is a top five quarterback in this league, only if he wins this Super Bowl. Yeah. That's, that's my hot take. It's a little spicy. I like it. He ain't better than Lamar. Who next? I'm going to be honest. I still got to thank you. Hold up. Yeah, I was going to say, he 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 out of luck because his Travis Kelsey, Joe, they never coming true, boy. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. I said that Joe last week. I'm like, if the Bengals won, I'm cool with it. Francis and Ghana will never fight again under the UFC. Boom. That's big. I told y'all. Hey, hey, I don't know if y'all seen my tweet about that one. But I definitely said John Jones versus Francis and Ghana in Bellator. <laughs> Be absolutely hilarious. We got the Scorpio with, with Francis never fighting in the UFC again. I'm about to be voted off because I ain't got a hot take. I'm gonna be honest. Don't don't weak. Don't don't. I'll have a hot take next week, but I ain't got one this week though. Right. When all that fell, we have pride in your team. I'm gonna let you know that now. (laughs) (laughs) I'll always have pride in the Boston Celtics and the New England Patriots. Then say a hot take with them. (laughs) Say it. <laughs> I will have a hot take, but I'm a realism. Hey, hey yo. All right, check this out. <clears throat> Boston Celtics make it into the playoffs. We will beat nah. And if we meet the Miami Heat, we will beat them <laughs> in five games, yo. Oh, oh, it's getting spicy. And I ain't talking about the spicy nuggets from Wendy's either. Hey, y'all remember the cinnamon challenge? This is a trash door right now. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Trash said if the Boston Celtics beat the Heat, they will no, be said, smoking on that Heat pack. <laughs> if we meet them in the playoffs, he said he games Celtics in five. I'm letting you know our friend is in. I don't think y'all realize that. <laughs> 
man smiles is in disbelief right now. This man is this blasphemy that he that has been spreading out. This man trash. Pride. He off of Perk, but he had pride. He got pride, but he off Perk Molly Zan. He off all of them. I'm off the show. Oh, here you go. Here you go. You want Perk? Yeah, nah, that's literally what his is. Um, All right, King Smiles, what's what's your hot take, man? My hot take was definitely baseball related because I've seen a lot of things. Uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know. I kind of, matter of fact, I actually I wanted to save it for next week, but I kind of want to burn it now because I've seen it and it's a dumb take. And if you, I, I just don't believe it'll ever be true. Um, even if Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl, he is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't care what you say to make a point to to make a case for him to be in the Hall of Fame. He is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Look at the numbers. <laughs> Just look at the numbers. The interceptions count. They, they add up. The QBR add up. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. But yeah. He's not that guy, pal. He's, he's not, not that, that he's not that guy. Um he's not that guy. We here. We it was a wonderful time. Great conversation. We had a fantastic rumbling, stumbling, fumbling through this joint. Lag field podcast. We'll catch all of y'all. On the next one, on the next time on the island, probably going to be giving y'all every single ounce of Super Bowl that we have in us, predictions, NBA All-Star, all that good stuff. Peace, love, soul train. We'll catch y'all on the next one. And I'm going to say Shohei Otani is the face of Major League Baseball. If you don't like it, you're racist. We gone. <laughs> we are.